Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1953. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving. Today, I'm at home in Gig Harbor, Washington, with a very special and different kind of show to share with you today. Pour yourself a nice drink, sit back, and I'll be right back. Covercraft's newest five-layer indoor cover is especially engineered for indoor use, providing maximum dust protection when your vehicle's stored in the garage. Your five-layer indoor cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form, and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Even if your vehicle is always inside, dust and fallout can damage the paint, and an extra layer of soft, Breathable material protects from accidental bumps and rubs. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. Every one of my vehicles is protected with a Covercraft cover, custom fit to fit the car like a glove. And I have a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21 at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your order plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Simply use the code YEAH, Y-E-A-H-2-1 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. And by the way, you've got an automotive enthusiast on your shopping list this holiday season? Covercraft is the place to go. Get them a car cover, a sunscreen, seat covers, one of the many great things that they offer. I promise you, they will thank you for years to come. I was tired of my rates for my collector car insurance going up every year for no explainable reason. My carrier seemed to be turning into a media company versus an insurance company. And I realized that a portion of my policy premium was paying for all those so-called free media goodies. So I did my homework. I talked to knowledgeable collectors, shopped around and discovered American Collectors Insurance. They've been serving the collector car hobby since 1976. You last that long by properly serving your customers' insurance need, not with a lot of fluff. ACI is ranked the number one online collector car insurance provider, according to Google, Trustpilot, Facebook, and they offer their real person guarantee live support. No never-ending phone loops when you need help. Plus, because you don't use your classic car as a daily driver, you could save up to 40% compared to regular auto insurance. American Collectors Insurance provides agreed value policies. So if you experience a total loss to your collector vehicle or it's stolen, you'll be paid the amount listed on your declaration page, less any deductibles, of course. No ifs, ands, or buts. Give them a call today and ask for your free quote at 866-A-C-I-Y-E-A-H. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Greens, at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. I hope you get to spend some time today with family and friends to rest a little bit, rejuvenate, smile, laugh a lot, talk a lot, and enjoy each other's companies. And as you sit down to enjoy a meal with family and friends, 
And for that matter, anytime you get to enjoy time with family and friends, remember to be present in that moment and to cherish that time you have. It truly is a gift not to be taken for granted. You know, these past 18 months have pushed many to breaking points, and it's taken from many as well, including those that we hold dear. My family and I have been really fortunate. We've been healthy. We have a lot to be thankful for. The fact that we're still here is a big part of that. My wife and I have welcomed our first grandchild into our lives, so we have a lot to be thankful and grateful for. Good times ahead. I've interviewed over 234 inspiring automotive enthusiasts this year alone, and over 1,950 on Cars Yeah since I started back in May 28th of 2014. I'm sad to say that seven of my past guests have passed away this year, and I'd like to share a little bit about each of these special people, a memoriam and more so a celebration of their lives and the inspiration that they brought to those around them and to the Cars Yeah podcast and you listeners. So let's start with the first one, and that would be Bill Neal. Bill passed in January of this year, and he was one of my very early guests. In fact, he was guest number 25 here on Cars Yeah, and I'm very grateful because I've known Bill for a long time, long before I started this podcast. I hired Bill way, way back when I was working at Grio's Garage to do artwork for us, and we applied that artwork to a variety of products and sold those as gifts and things for automotive enthusiasts to enjoy. I still have a lot of those things that Bill created for me way back then, uh, some wonderful glassware, uh, some garage doormats, some artwork, coasters, all sorts of different things that he did. Bill, at that time, of course, I was only 25 guests in, was my oldest guest. He was in his 90s, but he was still working away. He was a uh, foremost painter of automobiles, he loved to paint the drivers, owners, uh, racetracks. Motion was a big part of his technique. And I love the way that he used a balance of positive and negative in his artwork. He was one of these guys that when you met him, and I would go to the uh, art show that was taking place during Pebble Beach Car Week and see him every year. And it was just so wonderful because he always had a smile on his face. He was a Texan. He had that Southern drawl, and he always has a had a positivity to himself. One of his comments that he shared with me on the show and many other times when we would converse on the phone or we'd talk in person is, if you really like to do something, pursue it one way or another because you'll be happy doing what you enjoy. And it's really become a saying and a mantra and a bit of a cliche with a lot of the guests here on Cars, yeah, because... What I do is talk to people who've wrapped their passion into what they do and how they figured out how to make a living at that. Bill is a Peter Helk and Athena award-winning member of the Automobile Fine Arts Society, known as AFAS. Uh, He also served on their board of directors, and uh, he was just a nice guy. You know, I love talking with Bill because he always inspired me, and he always had this sparkle in his eye, like... He had something going on. He had something that he was up to, almost like he was a little bit ornery in a way, but in a really good way. And I love the fact that he did what he loved throughout his life, and he created so much joy, and he left behind a legacy of artwork that people like me and many, many others enjoy to this day. And having been an artist throughout my life, I loved his use of what I call positive negative. One of his pieces, uh, 
painting of a Shelby Cobra hangs on my wall in my home. Just a wonderful, wonderful man. His parting advice when he was on the show was don't give up because being an automotive artist is a very, very difficult thing to do and to make a living at it even harder. Uh, So my hat's off to Bill and his family. He really was a treasure. Here's a quick little uh, snippet of our talk that we had. And any parting piece of guidance you could share with our listeners before we part ways? Yeah. Again, don't give up. Try again. Don't give up. Try again. Great advice. Another great guest I had on the show that we lost this year back in February was Bruce Myers. You'll know of Bruce Myers because of Myers Manx, the famous dune buggy that he created way back when that continues to this day. The company's been bought and is living on uh, to create new dune buggies, Manx dune buggies, for people that love to get out there and have some fun. Bruce was guest number 1,132, and he was in his 90s as well when I got to catch up with him. But you wouldn't have known it. He had such a spirit and a wonderful attitude about him here are some final words that he shared with us on his cars yeah podcast i i was just reading something i'm writing my book and there's an insert that until one makes a decision nothing will happen but once the decision is made all manner of things come to the aid of the decision that were probably thought to not exist but make that decision go forward and the forward decision brings all sorts of help. It's, it's a wonderful tool to just be positive, and the positive will bring you the answers. In April of this year, we lost a longtime friend of mine, David Bull. David was my third guest here on Cars Yeah. He was one of my dear friends that uh, when I reached out and said, hey, I'm going to do this podcast thing, could you help me out? I need some guests. And he said, sure, I'd love to help you out. He was also a, a great friend because after I left my last career position at Grio's Garage, I was looking for some new things to do. And he invited me to come down and spend three or four days with he and his family in Arizona to look at his business, talk about business, just going to be a mentor, a helpful uh, thought process to walk me through of where I was going to continue my journey. He shared a lot of really positive things with me about how I should move forward, what I should do. And I remember one of the things he said to me is, you should build something for yourself. He said, you've got a lot of talent and you've got a lot to offer. You should build something for yourself. You've helped create two other businesses and it's time for you to do something to help yourself and help your family. And I always appreciated his comments. He was a publisher of owner of David Bull Publishing. He founded that business back in 1995, and his whole focus was to produce the highest quality motorsports books that were out there. Well-written, beautifully designed to produce, and oh boy, oh boy, did he do that. He created a legacy of incredible books. I'm really proud to say I believe I have every one he ever published on my shelf. Did some incredible work. His his ethic, work ethic and skill set to research, write, put these books together, hire the right teams to create things just was outstanding. 
I mean, just incredible. And the books are still available. Many of them are. You should get your hands on them before they all evaporate. And he was a uh, award winner of many, many uh, publishing awards. And it seemed like he knew everybody in the industry. He really just did a, a wonderful job. I remember talking with him on the lawn at Pebble in 2011, and sadly, after that weekend, he decided to ride his motorcycle back home, and he was in a horrible accident, and he actually died several times. His heart stopped beating several times as they were trying to get him to the hospital. Somehow, he survived those devastating injuries. However, he was completely paralyzed and had to live the rest of his life in a chair with a lot of help and a lot of aid. But you know what? You would have never known it if you didn't know David. His business never really missed a beat. And whenever you would speak with him, other than you could tell he was struggling to speak and having challenges, he never talked about it really with other people. And I spoke with him many times after that accident and his incredibly long road to recovery. And he was just one of those guys that pretty much said, I'm going to go on. I got to keep producing. I got to keep making things. He said, you have to have something to live for. And and he certainly did. And he was just one of those people that I really hold in high esteem. I'm not sure if I was put in the same position, I could have the spirit and the drive to continue forward the way that, that he did. He was just a, a wonderful legacy that lives on through his family and his children. And, and I really... Am honored to have known him and had him have him be a part of my life. To the world at large, he'll be remembered every time you uh, pull one of his exquisite books off your shelf and open them up because the books of David Bull Publishing are really cherished keepsakes to have on your shelf. Here's a little bit of my uh, my talk with David. That was back uh, show number three when I was trying to figure out how to be a good podcaster. And is there one parting piece of guidance that you could share with our listeners before I let you drive off into the sunset? Gee, Mark, I'm the one who's usually asking that question of other people. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm thinking in your case, it's probably one word, persevere. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's uh, ultimately what it comes down to, no matter what one's area of interest and expertise is if you're not persevering um, it's very hard to succeed I used to joke that it was difficult being I was dealing with two P's publishing and parenthood and those two P's were enough to um, have me ready for an evening cocktail when I got home from work but adding paraplegia as a third P, that really pushed me to my limit. No more cocktails now because of uh, traumatic brain injury, which does not go well with cocktails. But everything else still applies, the striving. And I guess if there's one last thing, and these things sound so trite, so forgive being very grateful, you know, stopping and being grateful for what we have, the importance of family. And I think it takes a near-death experience to drive that home in a uh, profound way. I grew up without a father, and uh, I'm very grateful that my children aren't put in the same position. You know, I won't be chasing them up the stairs or uh, running sprints with them. Everything else, I should be there, and I'm very glad of that. We lost Craig Morrison back in June of this year to this uh, horrible pandemic, covid 19 virus. He was a young guy, the youngest person on this list of people I'm moralizing today. 
really, really sad because he left a, a young son, beautiful wife, and of course, his father, Art, who he worked with. Craig Morrison was the uh, operations manager at Morrison Enterprises. He, he grew up with his dad, Art, uh, in a life around cars. I mean, I don't know how he could end up having done anything but work with his dad in his cars business because he was out in the shop with his dad since he was a little, little tiny kid. And his father did send him off, uh, you know, when he became a young adult to go find his way, but he found his way back to the family business and and they began working together. Uh, Morrison Enterprises, they designed and built some of the best chassis, custom chassis, and all sorts of components for custom cars and street rods. I mean, everybody in the industry knows about their business. And Craig worked alongside his dad and their talented team of builders to create some incredible, incredible chassis that were underneath some of the best award-winning hot rods and cars ever to be produced. I'll tell you the thing about the Morrisons. Those two guys... They always had a smile on their face. Those guys were always so positive, so inspiring. And every time I'd go over to their shop, it was very close to where I live. So I was very fortunate to have them near. They were just the nicest people you could ever meet. And of course, the uh, apple didn't fall far from the tree when it came to Craig because uh, he took after his dad in that way. He was just an absolutely spectacular person to be around. Always positive, always learning. remember running into them every year at SEMA and we'd stop, have a drink together and talk and chat. And everything was always positive when it came to Craig. And uh, he would post things on his Facebook page. He loved the outdoors. He loved to go hunting and fishing and take his son. They would go out into the mountains. He'd post some wonderful pictures. I always felt like I was kind of with him a little bit when he was on these adventures with his family out in the wilderness, enjoying nature as it was to be enjoyed. And it's just really a tragedy that we lost him at such a young age. Wow. It really kind of knocked me off my feet when I, I heard about his passing. Really made me stop and think about how I'm using my time. Am I using it effectively in respects to my family and friends and spending time with them and not being so consumed with work and all the other things that seem to eat up our time these days. So I, that's those are some of my memories when it comes to, to Craig. And here's a little bit of the talk I had with him on Cars. Yeah, he was guest number 113. So again, he was one of those friends that took a chance with me and helped me out when I was just starting in this podcast. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that Ford Model T? Gosh, I think the biggest piece of advice I can give is just sort of be passionate about what you do. I'm blessed and fortunate enough that every day is something new and exciting. To come to work and get paid for it is just is fantastic. And the fact that we get to work with people and help them sort of put their dream together. It's just, it's great. And also to take and surround yourself with, with fantastic people at Art Morrison Enterprises. That's one thing that's just been great is that we've got such a wonderful staff from through our manufacturing, shipping, sales, engineering. I mean, everybody we have here is just wonderful. And, and they're the reason why we are turning out the, the great things that we are today. Rebecca Schindler was my guest number 1,513. She was a guest on the show in 2020, and sadly, we lost Rebecca in July of this year. The way I described Rebecca when I had her on the show was 
like this. Once upon a time, there was a rebellious, button-pushing, tattooed, pizza bagel-loving Italian-Jewish woman from North Jersey. Rebecca Schindler chose the road less traveled and with her kids in tow, pushed life's boundaries and sought some adventures. Rebecca is a she-canic, the way she described herself, uh, at a woman-owned run automotive repair shop in Philadelphia. It was titled Girls Auto Clinic. She was really one of these women that was on the forefront of bringing women into the automotive sector. And for you listeners, you know I've interviewed over 350 women here on Cars and try to bring more and more women to the show to show that they're an integral part of the automotive sector. You know, most of the people I have on this show, I've never met. I've never even spoken to them until they call in. Although I've had many friends on the show, uh, people like David Bull and Bill Neal and uh, Craig Morrison. But I had not met Rebecca before. And I always have said this, that being a podcaster is like Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, but it always tastes pretty good once you get through the show. And Rebecca, she was one of those that left a great taste in my mouth. She just uh, made me smile. She was just adventurous and and loved what she was doing. She liked to fly by the seat of her pants, yet some bold plans for her own automotive business future were described in the show. When you go back and and listen to that show, if you missed it, uh, she is the uh, niece of past Cars Yeah guest, Frances Bates, which was kind of interesting. I've had a lot of people on the show that are family members and so forth. Her parting words of advice, uh, keep your eyes out for gear, girl. Uh, You know, Rebecca was just wonderful, and she was a young woman. And when I heard that she'd passed, it really broke my heart, especially knowing she's got children that she left behind. Uh, I think of them quite often. Uh, But she was just a a kindred spirit and just a, a lovely woman that really did things her way. She was one of those people that uh, decided what she wanted to do despite what society or maybe even family and friends thought about her because, by golly, it's something that she really wanted to do with her life. And she went out and she did it. And she's really what Karja is all about, that uh, spirit of doing what you love, taking your passion and figuring out a way to make a, a career around that. So uh, we, we lost a great one here. Here's a couple words from the show we had with uh, Rebecca before we lost her. Is there a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer us before you rip off into the Pennsylvania sunset in that beautiful 21-window VW van? Uh, Yes, keep your eyes out for Gear Girl because Gear Girl is in school online for her BA in special education and would love to open a repair facility apprenticing um, adult and adolescent autistics, people on the spectrum. So that is the little glimpse That's what I would like to leave you with. Way back in 1996, I was uh, flying over to Europe and I stopped in London and was picked up at the airport by Adrian Hamilton. Uh, Adrian was my 497th guest maybe about five years ago. I was scheduled to have him back on the show this year. He'd had to cancel a few times because he was so busy. And sadly, we lost him this year. It was in August. I was kind of shocked by that. You know, Adrian was the managing director at Duncan Hamilton and Company in Hampshire, England. And when he picked me up at the airport, he drove me in a 7 Series BMW out to the English countryside to where his home and his business was. He 
would buy and sell some of the world's finest motor cars. And his father was quite a famous race car driver back in the day. And uh, he had penned a great book called Touch Wood, which was about racing back in the 50s and 60s. Adrian always had a collection of amazing cars and got to spend the entire day there looking at Formula One race cars, vintage classic cars, all sorts of uh, amazing things. And he was, again, one of these guys that figured out what he wanted to do in life. He wanted to be around cool old cars, and he figured out how to be a, a bit of a wheeler dealer with these old cars. He sold some of the best cars in the world, some iconic, legendary, classic race cars, street cars. I mean, it was just absolutely fantastic. And I'll tell you that the drive from Heathrow out to the country, I literally thought I was going to die. He was driving so fast through the streets and little villages and countryside. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what have I done gotten in the car with this guy? Because I really didn't know him very well at the time. But, you know, it was a wonderful day and it really was a great experience to spend some time with him. And I'm really sad that I wasn't able to bring him back on the show to catch up. As you know, as a, if you've been a listener of Cars Yeah, I, I do bring people back from time to time to see how their lives have changed and what they've done. And uh, Adrian was just one of those um, amazing people that uh, lived his life around his passion. Again, that uh, book by his father, Duncan Hamilton, Touch Wood, I believe is still available. You can uh, get your hands on it. And his parting words of advice, well, you can listen for yourself. Just enjoy every moment. Uh, The best automotive advice I've ever received is keep it on the black. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, definitely important. Yeah. Lastly was uh, Doug Friedman. He was guest number 786. Doug and his wife, Jeannie, were the founders of the Carmel by the Sea Concours on the Avenue. It's an annual event that takes place during the famed Car Week in Pebble Beach in Monterey. And of course, uh, Carmel by the Sea. He started this event as a new event that was really free for spectators. They uh, cordoned off the street there on Ocean Avenue for blocks and a lot of really great cars were invited over the years it was always on the tuesday as car week started off so it was the beginning of car week which was really cool uh caused me to have to uh have many more hotel rooms for a much longer time down there but you know what it was well worth it and doug was just the nicest nicest guy you know his event was to benefit uh his usual philanthropic Uh, causes, uh, Carmel Foundation, and so forth. And he and his wife were just so gracious. Their Southern hospitality was absolutely spectacular. He was always kind enough to invite me to the lunch that he had, which included a a secret password, which I always thought was pretty cool. And you never knew what it was until basically the day before. He'd call you on the telephone personally and say, the secret password is to get you in to have a, a nice meal. His event was so cool because it was laid back, it was casual, but it really was the start of that wonderful car week. And I started taking my son Blake when he was about eight years old to car week. And we would go to the party that they used to have uh, the night before his event. And he would always have authors there. And they'd be giving away these wonderful, wonderful books. And I remember my son was so excited. In fact, for Blake, the first real, true, wonderful car books he had, he got at that event. He would uh, walk away with a handful of those wonderful books, and they still sit on his shelf today. And I remember Doug was so kind to him. You know, he's just this little kid, and there was hardly any little kids 
at Pebble Beach back in those days. And he would always take time to talk with him and put his arm around his shoulder and take him over and get him something to drink and something to eat. He was just a just such a genuinely kind person. I know I keep saying that about everybody, but he really, really was. And the morning of, he was always buzzing around in his golf cart. Always took time to stop and say hello. And uh, gosh, that Concorde went on for more than a dozen years and was just a wonderful way to start the the Concorde week. Uh, His success quote was relentless pursuit. And boy, to be able to put on a Concorde like that for so long that didn't include selling tickets to help pay for it. He raised the money. I'm sure he put a lot of his own money into this. Here's a couple of words of success from uh, the great Doug Friedman. Well, Doug, you've taken us on a great ride, and I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Out listeners. Could you give us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that 62 GTO? I'd say it's very straightforward. Wherever you are, ask a car guy or a car gal to tell you about their car, and you know they'll burn your ear off and enjoy that response. I love that that interaction between spectator and entrant. You'll get a lot of uh, a lot of interesting thought that way. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, tribute to these these past great guests that have been on the show here. You can find all of their shows on the Cars yeah website in case you missed my talks with them, or if you'd just like to go back and and listen to their voice and be inspired by their wisdom and their thoughts. All of these guests have been a great inspiration in my life, and they really have left behind a legacy to all of us in the automotive sector and the world of service and kindness and positivity to anyone who's been fortunate enough to meet them or listen to them here on Cars Yeah. And I'm so grateful that they shared their stories with me here on Cars Yeah. I wish all of you the best in the upcoming holiday season. Again, happy Thanksgiving, and I wish for you and yours good health, great happiness. Thank you for being so generous with your time today and for listening. I'm really grateful. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. I'm honored to say that my charity of choice here at Cars Yeah! is Tech Force Foundation. They help young people find an education and career that aligns with their passions. For those who love cars, problem-solving, and working with their hands, a career as a professional automotive technician is the perfect fit for a fulfilling life. We're all wired differently, and not every successful career demands a four-year university. 
technical education, and the skilled trades matter, and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling. Learn more about how you can support tomorrow's driving force and workforce of technicians at techforce.org, like I do here at Cars Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.